Winston Duke is one of the stars of Black Panther. He's one of the stars of Us, and he is bringing his talents to Netflix to star opposite Mark Wahlberg in the new movie Spencer Confidential. He plays an aspiring MMA fighter who proves to be mighty helpful in uh, Mark Wahlberg's Let's say revenge. Winston Duke is in the studio with me today. Winston Duke, hello. Welcome to Vocalo. How are you doing? Pleasure to be here. It is a pleasure to be here. Uh, I caught the movie yesterday. Cool. Uh, enjoyed it. It was a wild ride from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to talk about Hawk, yeah. uh, your character here. First of all, let me tell you how relieved I was that they did not try to give you a Boston accent. Yeah. <laughs> when you signed on for this, did you know anything about MMA fighting? Uh, I knew a bit, you know, um, just uh, enjoying it as a consumer, just watching it. And uh, I was working on a Kimbo Slice project for a while and uh, getting myself ready for that. Uh, We're still kind of figuring out where that's going to go. But, yeah, I was pretty deep into the MMA world for a while. Did you have to dial down what you knew Mm -hmm. to meet the level that, that Hawk knew? No, I just had it to sh- I had to shift. It wasn't more of a dial down. It was more of a shift. So you know, I was studying a different range of mixed martial arts for Black Panther, mm-hmm. and a lot of that is also very specific choreographed pieces for the world. That is Wakanda, yeah, and then made it making it even more specific towards the tribe that I you know represent in that world. Yeah, us had more of a makeshift everyday man kind of survival mode fighting space. Um, Jordan Peele doesn't like it to look like anyone's trained or it's a specifically choreographed action sequence. Yeah, because you're you're a dad. Yeah, Yeah. you're just a dad and you're running for your life and you don't plan for any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, And then with this movie, it was really kind of developing and kind of creating fight language. So Mm -hmm. different fight language we're using... MMA in the ring and outside the ring. That's what we focused on was what's he like in the ring fighting like another opponent who's trained to fight him in that way. Yeah. And then what is Hawk like when he just has to bang around with some guys on the street? (laughs) Or, you know, he's going to put someone through a wall. He's going to lift them up. And a number of that was my ideas. You know, were my ideas because I'm bigger than all the stunt guys and stunt coordinators. (laughs) And a big thing for me is like I'm gonna use my body. If I'm in a real fight, yeah. you don't you're gonna wanna probably create some distance with me. I'm here for that. Did did you ever have to learn stage combat while you were in I school? I did. I lived I we did three years of stage combat, you know. Three years of stage years. combat. Yeah, so yeah. you're you're doing hand to hand, you're doing like weaponry mm-hmm. and all that but stuff. But it's always, you know, their idea. So a lot of conservatory training teaches you very uh, Eurocentric models of fight and fight training. So it's like fencing and, you know, like buccaneer-style sword play. Swashbuckling? Swashbuckling, (laughs) you know what I mean? For all the swashbuckling adventures you're going to go on in real life. Um, So it wasn't really the same as what you're going to encounter, especially in, in like, Spencer Confidential. This was more organic, everyday, big guys fighting kind of thing. You know, the whole film feels like a very, very much like an homage to those 1980s punch you in the face, blow them up, bang around guys kind of film, like 48 hours and things like that, where at the end of the day, you're just going to get punched in the face and knocked out. Yeah, You know, something's going to blow up or we're going to use brute force to kind of get through it all. 
I'm Jill Hopkins. This is Vocalo joining me in the studio, one of the stars of the new Netflix movie Spencer Confidential. Winston Duke is in the house. Speaking of the 80s, Spencer for Hire was Mm -hmm. uh, a television staple in my (laughs) house. Uh, My mom, my grandma, I lived with, with, you know, in like one of those multi generational households with like one good TV. So everybody watches. That little turn switch. And yeah, that was operated expressly by me, the child. You were the the remote. (laughs) I was. And don't you touch that TV when Spencer was on? Mm -hmm. Don't you touch it when like Heart to Heart was on or Simon to Simon? Uh, Was that part of uh, the growing up experience for you? Do you remember these shows? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't remember Spencer for Hire. We had a lot of different shows, and we had different import shows that a lot of Americans don't really remember anymore. Yeah. um, Because I'm from the Caribbean. Yeah. So we had, like, a TV show called, like, Renegade. Oh, I don't know if you remember that. I can, I'm picturing the opening credit sequence right yeah, now. Yeah, on the on the motorcycle, yeah. and we did like Walker, Texas Ranger. Mm-hmm. So all those were a little bit more updated. So it was like late '80s, early '90s, yeah. things like that. Um, and I grew up with a lot of those movies. Those like action thriller movies that my people just called action. So my uncle would be like, what are we doing later? We're watching action. We're watching action later. Um, so like Jean-Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal, those names. Yeah. Right? Those names still resonate in the genre. Did you ever picture yourself opposite them? Did you ever see yourself as like the Apollo Creed? I didn't Creed? <laughs> ever see myself opposite them. I just, you know, wanted to tell cool stories. I never actually saw myself being in a movie with Mark Wahlberg. You know what I mean? He's such a staple of the genre as well. He really um, is. That I just... He was so outside my reach. Yeah. You know, and then to one day get a phone call from Mark Wahlberg saying, hey, I love your work. Awesome. I've been watching you. I really want you to come and play with us. We're going to make something really cool. It'd be great if you could join us. That's a dream. And knowing Huge. that that Mark, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg had that relationship with Peter Berg mm-hmm. before, so you're stepping into an already established relationship. Completely. So, did you find it, that it was easy for you to kind of like become part of this like brotherhood that those two? They had were very set up? welcoming, but it was still a challenge to kind of establish my own. Like I, I said before, fight language, but mm-hmm. like just language within their space. Yeah. So I went back to watching a number of Peter Berg movies and like trying to isolate performances and performance styles and different things that spoke to me. Yeah. And I remember going and watching um what was it called? The Something Survivor, Last of It was uh Oh yeah, the the, the yeah, the last survivor, the lone survivor. Lone survivor. Yeah. Lone survivor. And um watching this guy Ben Foster, I'm a big fan of his work. And I remembered he had so much resonance without using a lot of language. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What? what's this guy doing that's so impactful in this world? And I started thinking about like just the juxtaposition of Peter's style, which is a lot of things happening at once. Yeah. A lot of frenetic, kinetic energy, just like gunshots, this, that. Cameras that are moving, we had four to five cameras shooting every oh. single day. Wow. I was like, how do I cut through that? And I watched Ben Foster's performance, and I was like, oh, cool, this guy uses a lot of stillness and thought. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to convey the same kind of thing with um, Hawk. Yeah. I wanted Hawk to feel like the one pillar of stability in a world that's constantly moving in an aesthetic that was constantly moving so i wanted him to be very still and just like aware of his surroundings and communicating a lot just physically and we even 
cut some of my language back. I asked for my language oh. to be cut. I was like, I could communicate this with just a look. I could communicate that with just a, you know what I mean? So we talked about that. My my whole goal at all times is to perform these characters the most bold, as most as boldly as I could imagine. And sometimes that means less language. That means less yeah. because it sometimes leaves the audience wanting more. Yeah. I'm always just trying to see how effective a character could be. This is Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio, one of the stars of the new Netflix movie Spencer Confidential, Winston Duke, is in the studio. Tell me about uh, the movie that uh, just dropped at Sundance this year. Oh, yeah. So that one's called Nine Days. Mm-hmm. And that one is from, you know, a really great first-time director by the name of Edson Oda. And the story is of a man in a distant reality whose job is to interview spirits for the opportunity to be born. Wow. Wow, right? (laughs) And the idea comes from an incredibly great, uh, inspired place. The main character that I play, Will, he is inspired by the uncle of the director who committed suicide. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, When he was 50 years old and the director was 14, the man, um, Antonio Katsuja, committed suicide and he was pretty much labeled a pariah by the family Mm. we don't talk about him he was weak Mm. don't be like your uncle don't be like your uncle so edson the director grew up hearing this and hearing that this whole time and when he got older and had some of his own depression he researched his uncle and found out this guy lived a really beautiful life Mm. 50 years of a really beautiful life that was essentially reduced to one moment yeah that's one that's action saying a lot about the stigma that still exists around uh, mental illness and all completely of that. yeah so this was an opportunity for him through the sundance film labs to rewrite and reshape the narrative of his uncle that's beautiful and he essentially reimagined his uncle in an afterlife situation uh with that job um essentially exploring some of the darkness that he faced while he lived and it's an incredibly poetic, beautiful piece. Everyone, it changes the lives of everyone who kind of sees it and and is touched by it. I had a man who's bigger than me, about six, seven, three hundred pounds, come up to me at Sundance, crying, saying, "I'm Will. Mm. I'm Will. People don't know. I'm Will. I'm Will. I'm a Iraq vet." And everyone thinks that when I smile, it's real, but it's in the eyes. They don't see it. It's in the eyes, and I'm Will. I'm Will. I'm you. I'm you. And I was like, and he kept apologizing. I said, no, it's fine. You should feel like there's a space and opportunity for you to express yourself this way. As an actor, that's got to be the most affirming, to just know that your stories are resonating with folks. Yeah, Yeah, resonating, touching people, and just being a part of things that touch people in different ways. You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio from Spencer Confidential, us, and Black Panther, Winston Duke. Speaking of Black Panther, got released on a streaming service on Netflix. Mm. And the uh, Wakanda Forever hashtag got <laughs> brought back out to, uh, like, the whole internet was live streaming yeah. Black Panther. Have you ever really gotten used to uh, the attention that that movie has brought to your personal life? It's the gift that keeps on giving, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's something new every day. So at first, people were consuming it in, in just one way. 
and then it blew into its own like social and global movement. People were consuming me in a very particular oh, I saw that thirst <laughs> way, <tweets. laughs> a little thirsty way. Um, and then, you know, we challenged them to think in a different way about it. People are still like grunting at me in like public bathrooms, like thinking that's the best way to get my attention. <laughs> just no talking hello. in the men's room. You know what I'm no saying? Talking. Like, just you don't approach me as M'Baku at the ur- urinal, you know what I mean? So it's never lost on me that this movie and this character has essentially launched my career yeah. uh, for the better uh, in so many ways. And it just keeps growing and it's reaching so many more people. And everyone's still hungry for the next iteration of it that I'm excited to, you know, be a part of yeah. so and it's nice to know that you got work lined up later on down the line <laughs> yeah it's, it's really cool but it's just also it's good to have been a part of something that gave black people another language in which to express themselves yeah like it really it gave black people fantasy it which did. we are often a little bit too burdened with hyper-reality, you know what I mean? Like social justice issues, like advocacy, reshaping our own narratives, not being seen as a monolith all the time. It's just like it's really good yeah. to sometimes have fantasy, dress up, yeah. you know, be Harry Potter fans for once, you know what I mean? Like just do what we do and, and live in a world that doesn't, feel too much like the one that one that we see every day yeah that's really great we deserve escapism too i'm so happy for us that we have a, a storyteller and actor like you to tell so many different kinds of stories and you are a lovely person so i'm super happy for you that you get to make all of uh, this different you. kind of art thank you. this is amazing thank you so much for stopping by of course spencer confidentials on netflix check it out you love winston duke you're gonna watch it anyway <laughs> what am i even telling you for thank you so much uh, thank you 